0: So, hello, it's Beth. Hi, it's Froz. And And welcome welcome to. to... Girls, don't cry. Cry, Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. cry. Oh, (laughs) crap! So, how was your day today? It was good, thank you. What did you do? Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I travelled up to see you. Lovely. I left at. What time did I leave? I left at 1 in the afternoon. I got here at. 6 pm. Wow. That so is quite a, journey. a long, that quite is, a long it journey. It is a journey. It is a long journey. So I make that journey every week, every other week now to see Seamus. Yeah. 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 It is a long journey, but it's really good. Had a nice sandwich at the train station. Lovely. And then, can we just tell um, the viewers about your problem with the toilets? Oh! <laughs> 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 so I didn't have a wee the whole time. Um, so how many hours is that? One till six. It's five hours. <laughs> five <laughs> hours. I was never very good at that. <laughs> um, so yeah, five hours. So I didn't have a wee the whole journey. So obviously I had to have a wee at Tesco with Beth. Um, not with With me. you. <laughs> <laughs> not with you, but <laughs> when I arrived, I had to go to Tesco for a wee. Um... Cause yeah, I just don't like going for a wee on trains. I have a fear of it because once I was taking the train from Manchester to London and back from uni and I opened the door. Yeah, you know how the doors are like these like electric and it's like buttons and they slowly open yeah. and then like you just <laughs> the skeletal wheel I opened it on someone. I've honestly always been paranoid about it. I saw everything. I've honestly (laughs) been paranoid. I'd be sat there and I'd be like, what if someone opens the door? And like, I just, I'm sat there on the (laughs) toilet and I'm like, imagine me standing up and I'm pulling my (laughs) pants off. I think it's worse if you're a girl. Because... But then again, I don't know, because it was a boy. So he was standing oh, there and he was suffering. holding oh, no. the thing. <laughs> was he shocked? Oh, he was terrified. Oh, he no. was trying to close, bless old was him. he? Oh no. He was probably like my age. And the thing is with them doors, they don't close until they fully <laughs> exactly. open. Exactly. So you can't just click the button to close it whilst it's in mid movement. Exactly. So we had to wait for it to open, but by the time it opened, I ran away. I ran back to my seat, but then it turned out that he was sat next to me. Oh, no. So I had to sit the whole journey with the guy that I opened the door on. Yeah, so that is why... Knowing that I'd seen everything. Yeah, that's why you (laughs) scare the toilets, which is to be... that is fair. I've been stuck in one of them before. Really? Yeah, I've been completely stuck in one. <laughs> what happened? It just it just didn't open. I was panicking, and, and eventually, and then oh, I had to actually physically drag it open. So yeah, I had to physically drag it open because I was terror. I was. It just didn't open with the with the button. That's crazy. How old were you? It was this. It was literally this year. <laughs> this year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was this year. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh. Those train, those train toilets, I can't. I don't trust them. No. The all. only thing I was gonna do is start bashing <laughs> on the door, and hoping was gonna walk past. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I wonder if they have an emergency button. I know. They must do. No, I don't think. They, no, no, they must do. Yeah. Do you know what I find funny actually? When they what? say like, you know, when you're on Virgin trains, yeah. Like, don't flush yes. like anything. Weird down there, like a gun or yeah, like some pet goldfish. Yeah! Your ex boyfriend's jumper. I actually thought it was quite funny that. It's good. My mum loves that. But yeah, shall we let everyone know who we are and how we know each other? Yeah, so I am Beth Goodrick. is Elizabeth Goodrick. And I am a second year fashion design student in London and I'm currently on a gap year because. Yeah, I was meant to move to America and it didn't happen because of this COVID pandemic. So, yeah, (laughs) we wouldn't have probably met. No, we would have met. No, we wouldn't have met. We wouldn't have met if you had lived in America. We would have met.
1: I mean, we would have met met online.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We would have met in person. (laughs) Because I would have moved this month. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. We wouldn't have started this though. Yeah. So what were you gonna do in America? I was gonna do a study abroad in San Francisco Art Academy for a year. So what are you doing instead? (laughs) Um, I've just got a job actually. Today I was on my trial shift and I'm working in a bakery. Exciting! (laughs) Selling croissants. (laughs) I actually package right. You know the packaging. Yeah. For like baps. Uh huh. And it's like in that plastic packaging. Just like classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have you ever been, you wonder how they've packaged it? Because it's because really, it's always be <laughs> packaged like exactly the size of the thing. Okay. Yeah. And it's called flowing. That is oh, the that is the technical, technical term. term. And I learned how to flow. Really. And so it's like this drive? big machine. So you pack the bread into six. So there's... the bread is made in a massive batch of like probably like 24 and you tear them all apart into sixes wow. and then you fold them and you put them in this machine and you drag it and then you close this thing and the, the plastic melts wow. together and then you s- use one of them slicey things okay and then you that's that's lots what flowing is wow that's amazing yeah, so i thought that was quite so you learnt that today? Yeah, that's what I learned. That's and amazing. How to make coffees. Yeah. Yeah. You but you knew how to make coffees well. Well, I knew how to make coffees anyway and they were very um surprised because they don't make lattes the way that my original place showed me how to make oh, really? lattes. Why what's different? So they do the latte milk, they put the milk in the cup and then they press the coffee button. Okay. But at my original place, you put the coffee in first, and then you put the milk in, and you do the swizzly design. Oh, which okay. is Which is what you're meant to do. Yeah. So I, all day I was doing the swizzly design, <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, this is how you make a latte. <laughs> you were the, showing them. I was showing you them. You were training me <laughs> <laughs> On your training session. <laughs> I was like, don't be retarded. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is how you make a latte. Oh, I was getting God. too big for my boots, Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So tell me, what are you doing this year? Well, so I've just graduated. Um, I was doing fashion promotion at Manchester Metropolitan University. Just um, graduated with a first. With <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Which is, without doubt, the most, like it's an amazing achievement. It's an amazing achievement. I don't and think like, I'm gonna get that. I think you will for <laughs> no, sure. I don't know. Well, I never thought I'd get a first. Really? but I I did I did work really hard this year. I went in on my days. I didn't even need to go in, and I'd never done that at uni before. <laughs> if I didn't need to go in, I just didn't go in. In yeah, second that's year, exactly first year, like am like. Yeah, it was like <laughs> first year, second year is party time. Third year. There wasn't a day that goes by. I even went on the weekends to the library. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. I know to I, be honest, I feel like I'm going to be like that in yeah. the third year. If li- is your library t- open 24-7? Only Christmas and Easter periods. Make the most of it, honestly. like It really helps. It, was yours? Yeah, 24-7. Actually, it was because I obviously used to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's very It's a business now. school library. Yeah, yeah, business yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business school library, but they're very strict now because you have to have, like, the cards to get in. Oh, yeah, you've got to go from the gates, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that definitely helped. And then what am I doing now? So I'm doing an internship, um, fashion marketing and PR. So, yeah, I just want to build on my career, but in fashion PR. And I'm just doing an internship at the moment, though, because there's not many jobs, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um so I am applying for full time permanent roles. Yeah. Um but yeah, I wanna get into that. Um obviously a few projects as well to just keep my mind off the, the role. <laughs> <laughs> um the podcast being one of them. Yeah, the podcast, yeah. And, yeah, it's a, it's a really weird time. I guess we should, like, say how, why are we why, starting why this? Why are we starting Why it? Yeah, why are we starting it's cause this? It's because we're grieving. <laughs> Isn't this, this is take, taking it a turn? <laughs> we're going to get. We're going to be we're like, 100. Like, <laughs> this is, that's thought this is a light-hearted podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's because we're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have started this podcast. So, actually, we need to tell them how we met. Yeah, let's go say why we met, how we met, <laughs> and why <then> why. <laughs> why we met. <laughs> we uh, we have met. How long have we known each other? I want to say. Wait, let me write this out. I March. started the girls who grieve okay. account in March, April, May. no, so it would have been May because May. my friends. Shall I see when your first post was? Because that will tell me. Yes, girls who grieve <laughs> <laughs> at girls who grieve <laughs> okay so the first place was April oh okay okay so eight, wait what date before I April finished. 19th of April wow yeah no you you did it before I remember because you were telling me that it's, you've got all your did and stuff so April 19th and we pretty much met at the end of May April probably did we in yeah. real life we had a picnic no not in real life oh okay <laughs> No, on oh, on um Instagram. Oh, Instagram. May, okay. June, July. May, June, July, August, September. We've known each other for, for five months. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, I feel like not, I've known you all my life. I know. We've not known each other for long at all. But basically, my friend added me this page called Girls Who Grieve because <laughs> I am a grieving person. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you briefly... Now, but we I lost my mum when I was 15 from ovarian cancer, and I've never known really anyone who's been through anything similar to me. And I've I remember saying to this one particular person, um, I really want to meet someone who's similar to me, who's been through similar things. And she saw this page on Instagram called Girls Who Grieve, and it turned out to be Rosanna. And on the bio, it was like, feel free to DM me. So I thought I'd take the plunge and, de- and DM her. And then we just we just hit it off straight away, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> so it's. I remember thinking, like, how are we so similar? Yeah, I know. Similar sort of degrees, because the back fashion design. Yeah. I'm a fashion designer, yeah. you're a fashion promotion. Yeah. I am from Manchester. You went to Manchester. Yeah. She lives in Brighton, basically. Yeah, near Brighton. Near Brighton. My boyfriend lives in Brighton. How weird is that? I lived in London. You did your internship in London. Yeah. Very similar. Very similar. And we've obviously been through very similar things. So do you want to say what yeah. you went through? So I, um, I lost my dad. Um, my dad died from a brain tumour. It's nearly his two-year anniversary um, coming up in September, end of September. September now, isn't it? Yeah, so this month. Yeah, this month. So, yeah, I started the page, Girls Who Grieve, as part of my university project. Um, Obviously, you're probably wondering, but you did fashion promotion. Why are you doing something to do with grieving? (laughs) And I just said, fuck it. (laughs) I just said, I'm doing what I want. She got first. I basically wanted to do what I want. (laughs) Um, I incorporated fashion into it because I created a brand. And I did merchandise as a concept. So I did put fashion into it. But I just wanted to go with my gut. And I just wanted to create a brand and something that I wished existed in real life. So it was just a platform for young women like me to meet other young women that have been through similar situations and just create a support network and just talk about their experiences and to make sure that they're not alone, basically. Because um, it is a really lonely thing, grief, isn't it? Yeah, massively lonely. And that's why I suppose wanted to find someone similar because yeah, I'd, although my best friend and my boyfriend are very good at talking to me about it, they cool. obviously... As much as they, it pains them to probably hear me say, but obviously they don't understand. So it's like having someone who knows exactly what I'm going through is important. Yeah, definitely. For both of us. Yeah. Because it validates your feelings. And it reinforces, like, that you're not crazy. (laughs) Because sometimes (laughs) I do think, oh my God, I'm crazy. But then you tell me, I've been through exactly the same thing. Yeah. Because you lost your mum... You're probably five... Is it five years on that you're... Six years. Six years. 23rd of August. Okay. Yeah. So you got a bit more grief experience... Yeah. ...than me. So it's funny because we were talking before and what I'm experiencing now two years on, you said you were experiencing two years on. I lost my mum when I was in GCSEs and obviously at that time I don't think people realise you can't just stop life Mm. You, you know if you lose a parent when you're older yeah Like I remember when my mum um lost her mum and dad yeah I remember she took time off work yeah because obviously that's the normal thing to do yeah but when you're in school you can't just stop and no. take a few months out. Because no. that is so, like, negative when you're learning. Yeah. If you take all that time out. hmm So I had no time to stop and think about what's happened. And yeah. I had to just be like, right, okay, mum's died, but yeah. I've got my GCSE exams to do. Yeah, So it was, like, GCSE exams. And then A-levels... Um, obviously, A-levels are so full-on. And yeah. then that summer... After I finished my A levels, was the first time I like like sat there and was like, whoa, okay, and Mm -hmm. then took a breath, and then that was when it first hit me, and that was two years after. Yeah, but I know that like other people experience it a lot sooner. Yeah, definitely. It depends on their situation Um, because I know for me when I lost my dad i was doing an internship at the time um so i think i took two weeks off of work and then i went straight back into work i sort of i wanted to though i was dying to get back into work which was suppose it's like you want to have this yeah distraction distraction you don't want to be thinking about what's happening you want to be like go 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 exactly and i've been expecting it like i've been expecting his death because he was ill for two and a half years and his decline was probably about six months yeah so I think I'd been grieving for a long time even before he died so I I wanted to get back into work because I thought it was a good distraction I love I love working and it I love the people that I worked with I love the office like they really made me um, they were my lifeline basically I couldn't stay yeah. at home because it was so dull and it was yeah it was everyone around you was it was unreal just yeah sad and yeah it was not a place where I wanted to be and I sort of wanted to get out of there and and um, get back to my normal life and just pretend that life was normal but yeah two years on like we were saying earlier I think that things like lockdown and not seeing friends and also graduating and moving back to my family home. Um, I haven't lived at home since dad died and I think that going back to that environment after two years has really like made the grief more prominent for me because I'm really feeling it now. So yeah, I, I think that's, what's so similar with us because you said that two years on since you lost your mum you felt a significant shift in your grief yeah and it was more prominent yeah and I feel like it's a con it's like almost been a battle ever since to pick myself up yeah and just get on and it's definitely improved because I understand everything a bit more yeah so it does improve in that aspect, but I think sometimes you can still feel um, a sense of depression. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's what I'm battling with right now because I've I haven't felt depressed per se. I've, I mean I felt I feel I have felt sad. About dad dying, obviously, but I haven't felt as depressed, or I don't want to be too. Um, <laughs> like I guess, well, this podcast is a place to be real, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, it's a place to be real. So authentic, not gonna, honest. Yeah, not gonna beat around the bush like suicide. We at want time. this podcast to be <laughs> yeah light hearted and to demonstrate that you can go on yeah. in life, like. I feel like when you're young and you lose a parent, it's like, damn, their their world's gone. Like, their their life is over. Like, they're going to be forever. Their life's ruined. But I feel like we're leading an example where we are doing stuff in life. Yeah. And we've not just, you know, felt sorry for ourselves and just been... Even though we do at times feel sorry for ourselves, we... Are getting on and we yeah. do want things to happen more yeah. than just you know being defined by oh, our childhood was shit yeah and we also want to be a platform that normalizes grief and whatever form it 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 takes like obviously we are very myself and Beth are very we're similar in the fact that we want to pick ourselves up and yeah. Positive. Positive. yeah. But not to say that we don't have our down days, like very, very dark days, and we want to talk honestly about that as well um, and represent that because that's very real. We're not going to try and put a... What's the word? We're not <laughs> going to try and sugarcoat it. I like, oh yeah, sugarcoat. My vocabulary is very limited. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We don't want to sugarcoat it. Um, but also, like, that's just how we just want to have a laugh. We want to have a laugh. We that's wanna how ha- we well, deal, deal with it. Why do you laugh? Yeah, I <laughs> said laugh. It's because you said laugh, and I can't be I was like, laugh. 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 We just want to have a laugh. A laugh. <laughs> Actually, this is funny. I'm from the north. You're from the south. Yeah and I do we're very into- different people yeah we are <laughs> but <laughs> she's a snob but I'm not I'm, I'm humble. not a snob <laughs> And I'm not so I've been I've been studying the North for five years. And I can tell you categorically. She thinks she's a Northerner now. I'm fully a Northerner. <laughs> the North is better than the South, hands down. Oh, I can't believe you just said that. It is. It is. The North is better than the South, I 100%. I know. The people are nice, uh, the banter is nice. <laughs> <laughs> not that The southerners take things too seriously. The accent's better. <laughs> the accent is better. I I slip into the accent now and then. <laughs> I do. I do. Sometimes I shorten my ass. as as. <laughs> because it just sounds weird to say grass now. If I say grass, yeah, I it feel just like when normal. I say grass, it sounds sound bizarre. very bizarre grass and laugh and bath yeah it sounds bizarre i'm used to gra- like short uh, as. as. yeah as, as. grass oh, castle oh. bath um af. it just sounds weird <laughs> <laughs> what do we want this podcast to bring to people we want you to laugh we want you to feel, we want you to laugh, (laughs) we want you to cry, we want you to feel a sense of, relate, like, (laughs) we want you to relate, yeah, we want you to relate, and just know that you're not alone, and it's, you're not alone, you're not alone, (laughs) like, we're in our 20s, we forgot to mention oh, I'm 21, I'm 23, just turned 23, I'm an old I'm old. She's old. <laughs> 23 is old. I'm scared to be 22. And you're 23. I cried. I, when I feel I sorry 16. for you. <laughs> I feel so old. Like, the fact that I. You know, when we're 30, we're going to be like, why the fuck do we feel old twenty 23? <laughs> yeah. I'm 21. I feel like life's over now. <laughs> Everything's <Yeah>. going downhill. <laughs> I actually think, though, like, 20 at this age, up to. 35 years. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? I think... I don't know. It shifted because obviously my dad died when he was 50. And I have it in my mind that I'm middle-aged now. Because I have it in my mind that I'm yeah. going to die at 50. Do you? Yeah. That's interesting. Because I don't, I don't have... I have it actually in my mind that I might, I'm going to die of the same cancer as mum. Really? Yeah, I've I have it in my mind that I'm gonna die of a rare cancer. I've all honestly that's just, that's I so always say that. That's I'm so in I'm scared. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if mum did I'm gonna. Yeah. Like it's gonna be <laughs> something that it's genetic. You, yeah. Cause I I'm the same. I feel like I'm probably gonna die of a brain tumour. Or like it's create is something something. Random. I think I have it in my mind that I'm gonna die of cancer. Yeah, like something cancer related, whether it's a brain tumor or not. Um, I think what scares me is that like there's a, there's a girl in my year who's just recently like I think a, about a year ago now got diagnosed with stage four bone cancer. Gee. And. She documents, like, everything. Yeah. Like, she's really positive and really inspirational, amazing. And, like, when... I didn't know her that well, but Mm. hearing someone just, like, who was familiar... Yeah. I know, obviously, it sounds weird because, obviously, mum's died of it of cancer, but, like, for her to be our age... Yeah. It's, like, it really shocked me. And it was, like... Oh my gosh, like we we could actually get it at any yeah. single point. A hundred percent. You can get it I remember I always just say to my dad, um it might be cancer when I was tiny, like yeah. eight. Yeah. And kids don't get cancer. So yeah. dad said, But they do. They do. They do, they do. babies yeah. get that get it. Babies and I, get like cancer. to me it was like like it's crazy like yeah. dad obviously used to be like, No, you you kids don't get that. That is crazy. But obviously he was protecting me, but... Yeah. But they do. But it's scary. It is funny how um, parents try and protect you. Yeah. I think that... I think what I struggled with, with my dad, was that he was never... He was trying to protect us so much. Like, um, I have a brother and a sister. They're both younger than me. Um, he was trying to protect us so much that he was, wasn't honest with us. Yeah. And... I think that's yeah, part, part of my struggle yeah. as well because he never once said he was going to die to us. Yeah. So we never actually had... Had time to acknowledge yeah. fully the impact. And also... Because it's it's preventing the inevitable. Yeah. That's what cause it My provides dad hope. and mum both made the decision to not tell myself and my brother that yeah. she was going to die. Yeah. And... To this day I've always said to my dad, I know that was your decision, you think that was right, but it is it wasn't right. Yeah. Because I was every time mum fell it really poorly and went into hospital and got mm. a blood transfusion and she picked up, got better, she came out. Yeah. And she did that numerous of times over the two year period. Mm. And the last time that she went in, obviously I just thought She's going to go in, get a blood transfusion, come out and she'll be fine. Yeah. But that last time, a week before she actually passed away, was when my dad said she's only got a few days. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Because my parents fed myself and my brother with this hope that she is gonna be fine like she's gonna live you're gonna she's gonna be there like on your wedding day and she's gonna be here yeah so that to me has always felt has put like this trust problem in me because I've always been like you should have been honest with us because you're preventing the inevitable yeah at the end of the day I know obviously saying to you your, your children is gonna be hard mm-hmm. and telling them, you know, your, pa- your your parents gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that is what is gonna happen. Yeah. So I'd rather know. Yeah. Before, so I can, you know, process process it, it and spend even more quality time yeah. with them. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you think deep down you knew? Yeah, I did definitely yeah. know. I definitely. It was certain terminology that the doctors used that I didn't quite... It didn't quite add up to me. Yeah. Like, I wasn't... I'm not the brightest of people, but I'm not stupid. Mm -hmm. And, like, certain things the doctors would say, I'd go away in my own time and I'd search it. Yeah. And I'd be like... It'd always say something like, terminal, terminal cancer. Yeah. End of life. Yeah. And, like, to me... In the back of mind, I always but every week I'd say to my dad, "Dad, I can you just tell me the truth?" Yeah, and yeah. Every time, yeah. Dad would be like, "No, yeah, she's not got terminal cancer." Yeah. And then it provided me this hope again and again yeah. and again until the inevitable happened. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's like parents, they think they know what's best, but. I don't know is it it's definitely like you said made me have a bit of trust issue problem or I do it's sort of traumatic thinking about when I used to literally go up to dad crying saying like you're gonna die aren't you you're gonna die you're gonna die and he'd be like no of course I'm not gonna die and then I'd be so happy and so like thank you for saying that that you're not gonna die that's I feel so like my dad's going to be here forever. This is all just a bad dream. And I went to bed like literally so happy because he said you am yeah. not want to die. Yeah. And then when he did die, I felt so angry because I was like, you said you weren't going to die. Like, yeah. I remember feeling it was the night before his funeral and I was literally screaming and crying. You said you weren't going to die to the air like to no one, I was just in my bed, and I was like, you said you weren't going to die, you said you weren't going to die, you lied to me, you lied to me, I was so angry, and that is like one of the most traumatic, yeah, memories, yeah, definitely, and, but as a parent, if I was a parent, I don't know how I would handle it. I know obviously in hindsight because I've obviously been through it that I tell my children yeah. that you know this is the situation. Yeah. Just because I know how they would feel afterwards they'd feel like yeah. the way I feel now. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that. For sure like I I have a friend who lost her mum as well and it was my mum's friend who died and it was her daughter. Okay. Um she has a sister so the two girls got told the truth the whole way through so they got to have like the medical information they knew what was going to happen they knew what was going to happen to their mum's body they knew like the whole truth like no no her, no nothing was left in the dark and and so I think I'm kind of jealous that um some people get to have their Last talk with their loved one. Yeah, did you not have your last I talk? I didn't. Did no. you not? I didn't get to say... You know how, like, in movies or... They say bye. Yeah, they say bye. And they yeah. say their lot, everything they ever wanted to say. I never got that. Yeah. Because I didn't know he was going to die. Yeah. Until literally the night before he yeah. died. And then it was too late. Yeah. Because I didn't get to him on time. Like, I think... I think that's definitely helps closure. Yeah. When you, when you do that. Yeah. Did you um, see him when he passed? Like after? No. No, I didn't either. You didn't? I didn't. I don't, I don't like the idea of going to see no. them in that way. No, me neither. I wouldn't like to remember them. Because I, I know what I'm like. And I'd I'd picture that Same. image of them yeah. dead. Yeah. And that would be my last image. Yeah. Because my last image now of my dad is him ill. I can't remember him not being ill, even though he was only ill for two and a half years. Yeah. I need to, like... I guess it comes with time. Definitely. That you start to remember them well. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. I've heard. (laughs) I've I've heard from elders in our lives. (laughs) Sources. I have heard that information before, that (laughs) you do... remember them yeah well well yeah but i yeah i remember mum only really when she was really poorly which is really sad to be honest yeah and i find it sad that i remember at her funeral everyone would come up to me and tell me loads of stories and i i'd feel like i almost didn't know her yeah to the way they knew her yeah. because i was 15 and all and at 15 you establish a a relationship with your parents yeah cuz i feel like when you're younger a younger kid if you're like 6 yeah although you do have a, some sort of relationship it's not fully developed yeah. but when you're 15 you've developed a relationship definitely so but to me it's not fully developed in the sense that i know her yeah personally ins and outs yeah like I'd like to have known her on a deeper level like the way her friends knew her yeah and her sisters knew her yeah and like my dad yeah and like now I've only realized that I didn't know her like that when because now because I know dad on that level yeah and it's sad because, like, people would tell me stories. It's sad because I, I didn't know her on that level, on yeah. the same level. Yeah. And I'm her daughter. Yeah. So it's... To me, I found that difficult. Definitely. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's almost... Did it spark some sort of jealousy in you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's... it Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wish you had that sort of relationship with her or... You just didn't have. They almost had more time with her than you had. Yeah. And you're her daughter. Yeah. Yeah, that's really hard. I can definitely relate to that. Like, like my dad's brother and sister, they have, they had a different relationship. They have different memories to me. Um, they knew him as a different person almost. Yeah. Like to how I knew, dad. Um, which is, and he never got to tell me about which is so sad. Yeah, but I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> oh, <dear>. It's <laughs> all a fucking shit show. <laughs> I feel like we've become really depressing. Yeah, we this, is off, this, be, this is supposed <laughs> to be our this is supposed yeah, to be I want funny. people we want people to send in scenarios, whether yeah. it's about relationships or just personal issues. Yeah, and we want to discuss them and try and help you out. Obviously, we're not doctors. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, if you've got real serious <laughs> issues, <laughs> issues, go and get <laughs> medical support. Yeah asap but <laughs> no we, we want yeah. to talk about them and just help yeah. you out normalize and them and you know what like we probably have felt the way you feel yeah or maybe been through similar situations yeah we just want to talk about everything everything and anything it doesn't necessarily have to be about grief and um, even though our similarities lie in grief that's yeah. how we bonded Um, We want to talk about just normal issues that 20-something-year-old women go through Mm. and normalise it. And I mean, I think that we might go back to grief often yeah, because this is sort of our outlet of it. Um, But there'll be other things like relationships, jobs. Our passions, friendships, just any issues that we felt along the way, like mental health. What else? Fashion, because we're mm-hmm. mostly fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be releasing a epi- an episode every week, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, get you through be the re- week. Yeah, get you through the week, the midweek. Yeah, get so you over that. So hump day. excited! Yeah, it is a hump day. Yeah. I always struggle with Wednesdays. I do. Because I think, oh, I need a little bit of motivation just to get me through. Because once it's Thursday, it's like, right, I'm on the road. Yeah, right, I'm (laughs) nearly at Friday and I can do something fun. Yeah. (laughs) Can go out. (laughs) But good news, positive today, I got a job. (laughs) Woo woo And I have four shifts next week. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that was a bad opportunity. Yay, <laughs> you need to work. Yay. yay, best in work. <laughs> best no longer claiming. <laughs> I didn't actually claim benefits. I was very tempted to actually. Oh, I've applied. <laughs> have you? Yeah, I have. I'm, I'm actually, that is a good idea. Universal credit, baby. How much is it? I don't know. <laughs> that? I swear it's like 140? I don't know. know. They need to review my application oh does it depends. it depends oh, on your situation know. um they better give you a lot <laughs> <laughs> i need <laughs> a job government. i'd rather get a job though no i know but you i can't i'm no. trying i'm applying don't get me wrong i'm applying with all my <laughs> there. <that>. i wish <laughs> i applied for it in covid you know yeah Oh, my God, the amount of money I would have acclimated <laughs> over that whole period. It <laughs> could be true actually a bit, bit annoyed, you know. <laughs> I had to can- cancel my Malta trip. I know. Oh, uh, I cancelled it. And I lost money, because obviously... No. Yeah. I lost £160. Pounds. It's not too bad, but... Yeah, it's still £460, though. No, £160. Oh. Not £460, oh. Jesus. <laughs> I would cry. 160 you got a, a whole holiday for hundred No, pounds. that was just a flight. I was happy. Okay. I was so like, Wow. No, the, hotel, the hotel was free cancellation, not 100 oh, okay, days before. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's good that hotels do that. But yeah, send us in your, anything you want us to discuss. So if, if you've your, got a personal issue, yeah. you've got an issue with a person, you know, your boyfriend. Girlfriend. You've lost someone. Friendships. Anything. If you're grieving. Yeah, anything to do with grief, we'd love to discuss it. Yeah. Because obviously, we definitely Experience know you Experience all sorts of on emotion. Um, so yeah, let us know. And then we can discuss it. Um, but we yeah, we'll be having a themed episode every week. Lovely. So, yeah. we will see you next week. And I hope you have enjoyed our intro episode I know it's been long I know we went off in a bit of a tangent (laughs) oh yeah we wanted to say one more thing even though it's called Big Girls Don't Cry you can cry you can cry (laughs) Big Girls Do Cry it's a play on because we both love (laughs) R&B it's Fergie baby (laughs) if you don't know get to know so it's Beth and Roz, and, and this is big, big Girls Don't Cry, Don't Cry, Don't <laughs> Cry. Whoop, 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 I'll cry.